the good, the, good, the bad, the bad, and, and the ugly. The ugly. Oh, Terence Pillay. Terence. Terence Pillay. Terence, Terence, Terence Pillay. The good, the bad, and the ugly. <laughs> oh. Do you know what? I really love Darren more, but I love you more. So well, it's well, so I don't good. even know how to react so to that. So it's so good, good to have Stop you. Stop flirting, Terence. Anyway, so what are you bringing us this morning? So I will tell you what, it's it's a fantastic story. Um, a bit hard hitting, but it's it's wonderful. So in November this year, four rescued lions uh, who were abused at the hands of animal traders and cruel owners left in the Ukraine um, was relocated to a sanctuary in South Africa. But their story of getting to South Africa is, is, is quite a hectic one. Um, so while there's a growing awareness of animal rights issues in the Ukraine, the ownership of exotic animals has been regarded as a status symbol for the uh, political elite and for the rich. And so now disgraced former Ukraine president Viktor Yanukovych, he built a million-dollar extravagant palace with a zoo. Then he emptied the country's coffers and fled to Russia in 2014. And the subsequent um, revolution and ongoing war with Russia has resulted in many of these zoos being abandoned. Sure. And um, along with helpless animals caged inside. Sure. Um, so it was after this president plunged his country into civil war that a, a man from South Africa found himself leading a frantic mission to save zoo animals in in his newly adopted country. Lionel, so in November this year, you rescued four lions in in the Ukraine. Tell me how that came about. Terence was busy doing negotiating the rescue of three brown bears while we were there. We came across the three lioness and we had negotiated the release of the bears and we were walking over to them and I actually smelt the lions before I saw them. That's how, how bad it was. The three of them were living in maybe 35 square meters of just concrete and steel. Enclosure, the cage was actually welded shut so you didn't even have access to it to clean it or move them anywhere. So it could be cleaned up or anything like that. Um, they were living in their own feces and urine for God years and um, that's when I first saw them and I knew that at that point we couldn't leave them behind. Lionel, what were these um, lions doing there in the first place? Alright, they were born into captivity. There were a local circus came into the city and they rented this piece of ground on, on a farm and they set up and when they were finished, they clearly hadn't had a good turnout, they didn't have the money and they, they spoke to the local farmer who rented them the ground, um, who I got the bears and lions off and they couldn't pay him so they gave him the lions and and the bears and these lions were born into the circus but they never performed. What they did was is that there was a travelling zoo that went along with the, the circus so they were towed behind a truck in an open trailer uh, 365 days a year for people to look at poke prod food at and that's how they live now your work with animals in the ukraine began a long time ago how did that happen it was 2014 it was when president yanukovych was ousted we had the revolution in ukraine in 2014 and there was a mass uprising on maidan there were like a million people camped out in the streets for months and months and months and he realized that he wasn't going to win and he's fearing for his life, so he did a runner to Russia. And when that happened, the government collapsed, obviously. All funding was cut to non-essential services, uh, and zoos being one. 
and I was just online and I saw that our local zoo um, had run out of food and medication and all that. And that's when I remembered the work that Lawrence Anthony did. And I reached out to them and they sent me a questionnaire to do some investigation. And I filled it in and got back to them. And the next minute I was, I was saving animals in Ukraine. And our first rescue was, well, we call it a rescue, but we were able to supply a lot of meat, food and, and much needed medical supplies to the local Nikolaiva Zoo. And from there, it just it got bigger and bigger. We ended up taking care of Yanukovych, the, the Austin president. He had a private zoo. We looked after that for three months of the for about three months, um, providing feed and um, meds and everything that was needed. And then when Crimea was annexed, the Russians took back Crimea. There was a, a lion park, safari park down there that had 50 lions. We supplied 6,000 kilograms of food for them. And then it's just grown from there. Terence, what did you say his name was? His name is Lionel DeLange, and he is a South African. And I tell you what, he is a seven-foot South African. So he's a, actually he's seven foot. Seven or? foot, actually. Oh. Uh, he's got this booming voice. He's got a can-do attitude, and and I tell you what, uh, he's becoming a formidable force when it comes to animal rescue in in the Ukraine. And coming up, uh, we talk about how um, his own life was threatened because he's been rescuing these animals. That in nine minutes. And the good, the, good. the bad. The bad and, and the ugly. The ugly. ugly. With Terence Pillay. Terence Pillay. Terence Pillay. Yes, we're back. It is a Wednesday. It's a good, the bad, and the ugly. And this is quite an amazing story, Terence. It is. Well, it's quite an amazing man, Lionel DeLunger, who is this animal warrior. And, you know, it was uh, while he was out rescuing brown bears from a privately owned zoo in Sambir, west of Kiev, that he came across these lion. And um, he was able to negotiate with authorities and the cats were released into his care. And to ensure that no other animal would ever be locked up again, Lionel demolished these cages. I mean, these cages were sealed shut. So these animals were living in these tiny cages in their own feces and urine and stuff like that. And he um, rescued them. Take me through what happens on these rescue missions. How do you go about doing it and, and, and what happens to these animals? Where do you take them to? Some of them are easy, some of them are not. You know, We, we get a lot of calls from an owner of a, of a bear, for example. This was our first lion rescue, okay? So we were lucky enough to find them. The lions that we're going back to rescue now, we were called by a local, wouldn't call it activist, but a local mm-hmm. animal lover in the, in the town that she lives in. She sent us photographs and said, can you please help? This is not going to be an easy one. This one we're going to have to fight legally through the courts and with the police and the various um, ecology departments. Mm. It's not going to be easy. This guy don't want to give them up. And then I'll immediately raise funds to build an enclosure for them. Mm. So we keep the bears here, the lions that we're going to rescue, we will relocate back to South Africa. Because, I mean, they can't really be relocated back into the wild, right? No, not at all. There's no way. They're too habituated now. Look, a lion will always hunt and a bear will always look for food. They, mm. they can do that. I mean, it's just instinct. But the problem is if they can't find any, they're going to look for us. Yes. Because they associate us with food. And so, Lionel, you've also had quite a few run-ins with authorities. I believe they've been quite harrowing (laughs) my life has been threatened one guy we we got the 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 little cub of nathan we got it from him he's been an absolute nightmare he's just a a nasty piece of work he's an animal trader and it's a criminal world that he lives and deals in he's tried to run me over with his car 
I've had firearms pointed at me, threatened to be shot and killed and deported. And But it hasn't happened yet, and I hope it never happens. And I just stand up and I fight back, you know. I'm a typical old, tough South African. I like a roll, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Rough and tough, and I come from the bluff kind of thing. Yeah. Um, that's who I am. And, you know, I'll fight for them. I'm passionate about animals. I'm not a bunny hugger. I'm a realist. You know, these people say, let's just open the gates and let them all free. You can't do it. It's, it's not doable. I do what I know that I can do and what is practical and what is good for these animals. But I fight for them on a daily basis. We don't stop fighting. Yeah. And where to next for you? Well, we leave to go back to South Africa, and then we pack the car and we go and immediately move a 10-year-old bear that was given up to us. The guy phoned us and said, please, can you can you take this bear? He can't keep it anymore. He took it in as the mother was poached, and he took it in as a cub, and it's just getting too much for him to care. The bear's pretty placid, you know, but um, the way things are in Ukraine at the moment, people don't have money to, to even feed themselves, let alone feed a a 300-kilogram bear. So we're going to go and fetch him and move him. I've got an enclosure ready for him. And then the fight with the, the six lions that we're going to move, I've got place for them. I just need to adapt that. So we'll do that over this period, all depending how cold it is and if we can work outside. And that's also another reason to get these lions out of there. Wow. So he's talking wow, about wow. cold. I mean, the temperatures get to like minus 40 in the Ukraine in winter. So it's pretty Average, hectic. Average, eh? <laughs> <laughs> And I'll tell you what, this guy's so amazing. So he's taking tigers back to India, wolves back to Germany, lion back here. Um, he's incredible. If you want to engage with him, uh, you know, you can go and find him on Facebook. Uh, he's incredible. And then also Lawrence Anthony Earth Organization Facebook. And um, if you're interested in, in saving animals. Thank you so much, Terrence. And if you want to chat to Terrence, you can get a hold of him on Twitter at Terence Pele1. That's Terence1R. East Coast. East Coast Breakfast.